Hi, Nadeem. Okay, Hi. so welcome everyone. Sorry, there was a, te a technical glitch, so we couldn't uh, start earlier. But thank you all for joining us at the introduction of the People Analytics Program. I am Sabah Javed. I'm the associate at Optimizer, and we have with us today the managing director of Optimizer, Nadeem Khan. So to start off, I will be uh, starting off with a little introduction of Optimizer. Just for reference to our viewers right now and the audience that has gathered, uh, that if you have any questions at any point, just note them down in the comments, and we will be getting back to you. So starting off with our uh, the reason why we've all gathered here is that we're starting this people analytics program. A uh, little insight on Optimizer. Optimizer basically functions as a management and HR consultancy. Uh, that is based in the UK. It operates globally, offering training and consultancy services across borders. In, it is involved in research and development around building capabilities, and it is very essential to realize how uh, important it is to bridge the gap between organizational st strategy and workforce strategy. So the purpose of this uh, session today is that we are launching our um, people analytics program that Nadeem will be giving insight, uh, insight on. And we will be providing real-time context uh, in terms of COVID-19, where the industry should be heading towards, what role does data, technology, and analytics play in the real-time context, and how this people, people analytics leader will help uh, program, will help organization leaders like you in de deriving an organizational strategy for your companies. I am also uh, very excited to inform you all, to all the audience and HR leaders that we have with us today is that we will be launching our decode program uh, decode is basically uh, our csr initiative that we are starting for those of you who have watched our reset series will kind of know what um, decode will be about reset would you like series. to share any any slides Sabah, uh, if, if you like uh yes i will be sharing slides So basically, Decode is about um, uh, it is about HR leaders, and it is about decoding the organizational DNA that is present within organizations, and how we can kind of develop that. So we will be focusing on a series similar to Reset, and we'll be talking about this in our um, post this session. So we can't view your slides. Uh, just a second, I will open my slides. Can you see them now? Um, no. Have you have you shared it with the with the screen? We've done the share screen option. Yes, I'm just turning it on. Okay. Can you see it now? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so starting off with our people analytics program that we are launching this program uh, in for the HR leaders and how in the team will be giving insight uh, on what it is about. Decode is basically about uh, for HR leaders who are kind of working on um, developing a strategy and also the fact that uh, we want to highlight people who are deriving this kind of organizational strategy or who are working or doing some important work relative 
to this crisis, how you're dealing with it in terms of management, how you're dealing with it in terms of managing your operations, work home strategies. And this will be all, all highlighted in the Decode series. And we will be starting this course, this session. So I will be leading CSR initiative. So you guys can reach out to me. You can reach out to Nadeem or reach out to our page. And we will be featuring you branding this entire initiative and hence highlighting uh, people like you or people, organizational leaders that are part of this uh, program to kind of come forward and talk about that organizational strategy and how your organization is dealing with this crisis at hand. I think um, as our consultancy functions, we uh, are relatively um, have experience in this field, but it's mm. experts like you that we want to highlight on in our series and kind of right. feature you guys to come forward and talk about the uh, talk about your opinions and insight relative to the industry. Great. So what you're saying, know? sorry, what you're saying, Sabah, just to yes. re reiterate to people that Decode is a series for people who want to highlight what they've done uh, post COVID. And if, if you want to share your insights uh, as a thought leader, as uh, an analytics leader, or just as an HR practitioner and leader, we would welcome you to join us on the show. Uh, we will host the show. It would either be Sabah or myself that will be uh, obviously the host of the show. And if you're interested to be to participate, uh, to come on screen, come live with us, well, you know, exactly in a similar fashion that we are uh, today, we would be delighted to have you on board. Uh, in, in our upcoming series or show, uh, very similar to the one that we did uh, in Ramadan, which was yeah. called The Reset. So you can have a look at that. It's it's available on our YouTube channel. So I'm really excited about that. Thank you. Yes, same here, Nadeem. And uh, Nadeem is basically, uh, he has a CIPD Level 7 qualified uh, certification. He has written the book, uh, Introduction to People Analytics. Uh, it is about a practical guide to data-driven HR, and he has co-authored this with David Milner. We have a lot of reviews going on uh, with uh, the launch of this book, especially one that was launched by uh, People Matters, that is the HR uh, magazine in Asia. And they have written that when people write a book, they always worry about fighting the right, uh, finding the right data and time to launch that book. Introduction to People Analytics by Nadeem Khan and Dave Milner has a great business case in the backdrop of this pandemic. This new scenario is the best reason for HR people to read this book. And this is this course is basically a slight insight on what this book is about, what kind of um, uh, strategies do HR leaders kind of need to implement in this uh, sort of pandemic. And Nadeem will be touching upon that um, soon. So uh, starting off, uh, Nadeem, would you like to share with our audience in terms of uh, who a people analytics leader is and what a people analytics leader basically does? Thank you for, for joining us. Thank you, Sabah, for having me in the, the amazing introduction. I think it's important to understand, uh, just, just to give a back, background uh, to people uh, where HR is um, in order for people to understand uh, you know, what, what what we what we're talking about. So, if I start off with 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 a with with a brief presentation, I hope you all can see this. So, am I? Is this is this clearly visible? The whole slide. Yes, this is. Uh, you can turn on your presentation so that uh, we can view okay. it. Okay. Okay. Great, great. Great. So, what has happened? Just very briefly, what has happened is the, the we we've written this in the book, but I just want to highlight where where I'm coming from. 
Um, today, there has been a huge evolution in HR, specifically because I'm talking to HR, I'm, I'm basically talking to the HR fraternity. And what's happened is we were considered as, as a personnel uh, function, but now we've moved towards a, a business oriented function. And that has happened because of the, uh, I would say, ubiquitous technologies or one of the reasons why it's happened is because of the Internet of Things or digital technologies. And we've become more responsive uh, from a process or efficiency towards becoming more responsive. And we're, we're moving towards more of a business uh, driven function, right? So we, we need to have commerciality. Um, the second thing that we need to understand is all the um, all the HR, um, all the value of the business has gone into intangibles. And these intangibles, which are categorized above, uh, also have a human element to it. Uh, they have intellectual property, social social and emotional, and uh, the consumer property. When you're looking at the balance sheet, there, um, there is a specific region which is, which is called the goodwill of the company. And that is basically all the intangible value. Most of it comes from the human capital, which we've categorized in our book. Um, and that has probably uh, pushed us as the people function, which we have termed uh, in our book, um, and the importance of the chief people officer uh, being the right or the left hand of the um, of the CEO of the leadership of the company. Um, so the importance is just to not just uh, for a company, not just to report on the or on all these data points or the intangible data points that we're talking about, but also to analyze those data points and not just see what's happened in the past, but take that information and be able to optimize that data. So that's what's really important. That's focusing more on the future, especially since we're, we're in a pandemic. Um, what, what I've seen a lot of companies do is just take the HR data, but when, when we talk about people data, we're looking at the uh, strategic insights or all of the data points that we've actually mentioned previously here in this slide, um, the intangible data points, not just from within, but from also outside the organization. So that's what, what, what I believe people data is, it, to, to just give you a really snapshot of, um, you know, the whole, where the whole HR function has, uh, I, I, I personally believe has, has gone to. And, uh, this this insight comes from the variety of companies that we've observed. We have almost 24 case studies in our book. Um, both Dave and I went to these companies. We talked to them. And now I feel that because of the pandemic, it's really important for HR practitioners to gear up to be able to build that culture. Um, so this 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 is a really, really important issue. Otherwise, I think HR will, will you know, will relinquish in the future. So this is just a a very brief snapshot, but our book has probably 350 pages of information, uh, which I have, uh, I wanted to provide value to the fraternity. So that's the easiest way to, to, to say the people analytics leader is the person basically who is right below the CPO, the chief people officer, the person that I mentioned and guides the whole of the strategic function the data-driven people function. So basically all the insights that, that the chief people officer gets, or the chief human resource officer, uh, that is uh, what the, um, what uh, I think the, the people analytics leader uh, helps them. And I've also given a definition uh, in, in our book around that. 
definitely you've talked about the people analytics leader you've talked about people evangelists you've talked about your chief people's officer so what kind of capabilities do these people kind of possess that you would uh, like to elaborate on or you think that organizational leaders should kind of incorporate these leadership roles and what kind of capabilities will they be possessing i think it it is important to understand that there there are six capabilities that we talk about um i'm i'm going to be uh, talking about them and i was talking about this yesterday with with the hr fraternity in india as well uh, and the day before that um so uh, the 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 important thing to understand is there are three elements to 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 where you can push your function to be more of a strategic function you need to have the right technology in place you need to have the right data in place and you need to have the right capabilities in place just having uh, you know just ha uh, probably uh having less than one like not having the technology would uh probably uh, have have an issue not having the right data would also have the issue because a lot of people have the technology they have the capability but they don't have the data necessarily in place um so it's about having a combination of these uh these three things which is which is uh, very important and how do you think organizations can make the best use of these kind of resources or these kind of technologies in order for them to benefit in the long run there there are um, there we've talked about a multiplicity of technologies that are that are available uh so i think it, it's it's important to understand what type of technology is required um uh, at at which level your company is functioning at that point in time so sometimes uh, an example is you can just start off with an excel sheet depending on depending on your need right so it all depends uh on the need on the capability on on the maturity of of the hr function it's not necessarily that you have to invest very heavily uh, on a particular uh, a particular technology in point in time so the people analytics uh course that we want to launch or the collaboration initiative that we want to do this initiative ourselves would take you through that program the other thing you know you talked about capabilities so i think there are six main capabilities the first uh, the first is the the people analytics leader enables the chief people officer to design that culture now that you've seen every everything's gone digital right so um this technology or the use of technology will enable the the people analytics leader once once you understand what capability you need uh so the the six uh, skills or the six capabilities the first one is to be more of 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 a a culture and employee experience facilitator that's the role that's the first role the second role is to be able to design uh to be able to be a design and productivity architect so looking at the job designs and changing them in a different way because everyone's now working from home their productivity is affected um and is is affected on a, on a multiplicity of levels theek if you're uh, an example is if you're um if you're with a family if you're if you're working alone um if you have parents to take care of um you know the time uh, taken to you to do a particular task has changed we recently at optimizer uh, did a survey uh, of almost 200 people and uh, they came back and said probably 80 88% uh, of people are actually giving almost 8 hours or more time uh, the amount of time that they used to work uh, in their office and that means that they're investing huge amounts of time uh, working from home they're not taking those uh, lunch breaks that they used to they're not taking those um i think uh, uh, i would say um small 
um, talking breaks that they used to having those conversations and research suggests that you know uh, on an average the productivity or the people who work work only uh, four to four to five hours uh, the third is is you know uh, having that data and analytics uh, capability to translate that data to be able to the, the fourth is be able to uh, develop a tech, uh, you know uh, integrate technology which we've talked about and the fifth is being able to be a talent uh, enab uh, practice enabler so the talent that you have you need to be able to uh, utilize that talent and the last uh, is is probably being an educator and a coach because um, education has changed where we're taking bite-sized information especially with programs like linkedin is offering now uh, amazing programs you can you know uh, do lots of programs but the the, the question that that uh, probably the people analytics leader would ask is 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 the, you know what level of capability you require and then provide that uh, essential experience to, for you to grow and to be able to have the strategic the, the, the right person at the right place at the right time so these are all the i think the the major issues currently uh with 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 people uh, with with with, uh, with with the hr function that's why um you know uh, people are saying that we've reduced the amount of uh, spending uh, in the hr function or the learning and development function because you don't have the data that can give you the financial insight towards how that is is uh, measured in 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 the uh, element of business performance right definitely so we have a question from our audience. Sanya Nalim asked this question: so What kind of skills should uh, a people analytic, a people analyst leader, or a people analytic, a people analyst have in order for them to, you know, kind of implement that within their role or within their field? I think these are the six skills that I mentioned. The six more or less the, the six skills. I don't want to repeat them. Uh, yeah. Have 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 a different uh, question. So these are the six capabilities, uh, and they will be counted as the skills that a uh, people analytics leader can implement to kind of fit into that role. So yes. thank you for that insight. So Sanya Nilim, uh, that will uh, answer your question. So uh, give, uh, adding on to that, Nadeem, so how are some leading companies or some people within this field kind of making use of these capabilities or fitting into that role of a people analytics leader that you would kind of you know set a precedence or set an example for? I think just just to say that you you'll become a people analytics leader. So there, there are a variety of factors, right? You need to understand how agile works within an organization, how you're going to implement that in your organization. So it's not just because saying that, you know, our organizations become agile. Just all of a sudden we did a, a couple of trainings. It's about the facilitation of culture. So culture is very important to, to understand it, to understand how organizational network analysis works, how you're going to analyze all the data that you have. And it's not it's not just big data. Some of the some of the times you have small amounts of data points, um, which is some data points, as I said, are coming in from the financial systems. You know, earlier in the presentation that I mentioned uh, a few minutes ago, uh, some of them are coming from your commercial insights, some of them from intellectual insights uh, and human, uh, I think, uh, deployment insights. So do you have the right person at the right time and, and the capabilities? So it's all about mapping that, uh, all that intangible value. So the people analytics leader would be someone who has that capability. It, it, you don't find that in HR because you don't have uh, a person with that background. It's not taught in academia. It's not taught in, taught in any, any program. I've spent four years 
learning and looking at these different organizations, big and small, like uh, studying organizations um, across the globe uh, that, that we've put in, in the case study. So there, there are a variety of organizations who are, who've, who are actually, even before the pandemic, were following agile rules like Cisco uh, and um, FIS Global. And um, in, in, in instances, we have uh, NHS as well. So these are all, and IBM, for example, these are all organizations that uh, went uh, agile before uh, the pandemic hit. So, you know, what were their workforce, how were their workforce uh, basically uh, reporting to their senior management or how were they uh, in, in operations? That is the, the, that's the key question that we will be discussing and looking mm -hmm. at. So yes, you talked about the pandemic. So in light of this recent context, and we talk about this real time context, we talk about how the pandemic has adversely affected different organizations and some more than many. So in light of the uh, the conversation you had regarding how people are working overtime, how people are uh, kind of struggling with this work from home practice, what role does people analytics play in that kind of implementation and kind of giving direction to organizations to kind of form their transformational or organizational strategy relative to this pandemic? I think it's 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 important now. Um, after three months, I've been, um, you know, able to uh, also go through the, also, although I was working from home for probably two years or so, I had a home office, but, you know, when the pandemic hit, my kids and my wife, all of us uh, are now in, in the same home and I, I feel the same way as any employee would be feeling at this point in time. So it was easy for me to say that, you know, I've been working from home, but after the pandemic hit, you're actually uh, in, in a sort of, a, uh, I would say, uh, an, a, an area where you need to uh, manage both your time, your energy, your resources uh, and how you mobilize it. So every individual would now need to restructure their thoughts, leadership theories that were in the past were basically in closed systems like offices, right? Um, and now all these leadership theories would have to re-emerge uh, in, in a different way. Uh, so looking at those in a different way and looking at organizations. So this is this is more of a practical approach that we, we need to take. Um, and people who would join us in the program would have their experiential learning uh, within that program. So we want to we want to build the program very different. Uh, if we talk about the program as such, so there is no uh, one size fits approach. Right. That's what uh, I think the viewers need to understand. There is no one size fit approach. It highly depends where where you are, which situation you're at. So your employees need to be treated that way. So it's not going to be a, a, a one size fit approach. It has to be customizable. Every job description would be customizable. Every job design, every uh, performance would need to be looked at differently. And that is the key challenge here. And that's what people analytics can solve, looking at that data. Uh, in granularity. All right. So we will be taking a few questions. So one of the questions is, do we need to develop a data-driven HR community within an organization? Yes, yes. I've talked about this. And I was talking about uh, the, the elements of the future of, of, of people analytics as well. Do you have a question regarding that? And then I can just, it, it's like probably a five-minute yes. <laughs> five uh, answer. People talk about how you know this kind of uh, HR strategy needs to be implemented. So, what kind of data-driven 
community can people build within these organizations so that is something uh, you know you can give insight on i've talked about i've uh, we, we i always talk about this uh, the importance of what the chief people officer or let's say the uh, um, how do you say the people analytics leader or or his team because um, we've talked about the, the levels of leadership um, what the what what the future of people analytics one of the elements out of the six elements is to build communities of practice right and to build that community not just for the hr but for other people so so if let's suppose people are in general management positions right now they're not interacting now they're not having those coffee conversations that they used to have and they used to see each other so hr's role be, would be very different to create those communities within those digital to create digital communities something like linkedin groups but then those groups will be managed uh, managed through that community and the knowledge would flow flow so it's all about knowledge man management it's all about flowing that knowledge within that group and leaving those groups i'm not saying what hr usually does is is act like police right like like the police and and try to say you know you can post this you can't post this um, and find people and do this and that now people are are very very much uh, i would say uh, enthusiastic to share knowledge the world has changed the way that people learn is very different they're more open uh, and to to create those communities to be able to empower people to to learn that's what hr needs to do to create that not just the data driven culture but also uh, because people what what might happen is they they're going to say you know you're looking at our our personal data which obviously someone's written here uh you know about data govern governance in hr so you have to yeah. be very critical you 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 have to be very careful not critical but very careful what data you are uh um, i would say like taking from these em employees and uh you need to have the right gdpr uh regulations in place whether you're in europe whether you're in america or whether you're you're in asia you need to take care of the rights of your employees and not to um you know uh, not to take the data which uh, uh, which you're not supposed to use all right and relative to this insight one of our viewers also asked that the, that does your book kind of cover uh, the topic about data governance in hr and its relevance in recent time context we we have we have covered to a certain level i'm not saying it goes deep into that level uh, on on uh, it's not really on a superficial level either but the gdpr regulations is there where we've mostly talked about how uh, you can become more uh, uh, the, the core essence of the book is how you become from a service function hr transforms from a service function to a very powerful hr function so powerful people function we we've david and i have function uh, have have termed it the powerful people function right how do you do that um you know how how do you create that team what type of um capabilities do you need and part of those capabilities is having a people analytics leader that works so so the track for, of the of the people analytics leader is to become the cpo in the future but it, the the people analytics leader needs to have those the capabilities in place so that he or she is ready to be the chief people officer if if you don't have those capabilities you know you know where near of becoming a, a cpo definitely
So coming back to uh, how you were talking about developing this course, like the insight that I have is that we're looking at, uh, you know, different platforms, different courses that have already been developed in terms of HR and how we're selecting a source of uh, course criteria, which can be formed for this people analytics leader course. So how do you think it is different from the other platforms or other courses being offered around HR? And what is the value that you can you know, provide HR leaders or organizational representatives to take up this course? I think initially uh, all these courses that are, have been made have been made post pandemic they're not live courses we've looked at uh, we've looked at most of the service companies that are offering these courses we're studying uh, you you know better than myself we the whole of our team is studying all of these different courses that are available on 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 a multitude of websites um, I'm not saying they're more expensive or, or or cheaper or in that sense but are they providing value um, our course is a combination of, as I said, uh, as I said, you know, what technologies you would need, the capabilities. That would also include uh, analyzing the data, but also someone's mentioned here uh, the ethics of data. We're also be going to be touching uh, the ethics of using data, and you know, not to. Um, I've, I've mentioned this before, uh, not to, uh, you know, uh, use it in a negative way for the employees and uh, to reduce biasness. Again, no one's talked about that, but. There's, there's also an element of biasness. Um, so, so the and the course is live, right? Uh, the other thing is that we're we're offering an element of of um, that we were uh, talking about yesterday, the element of uh, leadership coaching, which is, you know, you won't get in any other course because they're already recorded courses. You just kind of browse through them. <laughs> so, this 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 element of um, really honing in and really um contextualizing that that program according to the need of your organization is not available there uh we've this is not the first time we're offering the course this is just the first time we're offering the course online because of the pandemic because of the reason we've done this course a, a, a lot of times we've we've done it for in-house we've done it for uh you know an open open program which you know i deliver not just here in the uk but globally so this is the course that i've facilitated many times this is the first time that we're doing it online so it's, it's exciting um, and the engagement level and I think the participation uh, the only thing that I would want to say to the audience is um, you know the next step is for us to gather together and look at the design of the course because we're getting the you know some questions of what the design would be so uh, would you like to add something how what, what the next step should be Yes, I will be adding to it. Just a message for our viewers. If you have any other questions, uh, do note them down in our comments. Uh, relative to uh, what will be happening post this uh, session is that we want to have, we want to add this feature to the course that we kind of customize it for organizational representatives, for HR, HR leaders like you. And we want your opinion on what kind of curriculum or what kind of design this course should be having. Because all of these courses online, you will get an insight on you know, what the structure is. And there will be a set structure being followed by each of these courses. But I think it is very important to kind of set the precedence or kind of set it to your audience, how people will understand it, what kind of uh, platform they're going to be comfortable uh, using, and you know, what kind of insight would they be looking forward to in that course. And I think that is the best element that you know this course is customizable to that nature, that it is going to be catering to your needs mm -hmm and catering to what kind of curriculum you expect um, within that. 
So I think uh, uh, through that, we can have a better idea on what the structure and design for that course will be. And uh, that is something that you all will be deciding. So following this session, we will be having a Zoom meeting with any interested representatives. Do follow our page on Optimizer or connect with uh, me or Nadeem. Uh, we will be sharing our profile links as well. So we will be hosting a Zoom meeting with interested representatives who can help us design this course. And we will be catering it to the insights and uh, needs that you want us to highlight with relevant uh, case studies and uh, insights available. So um, I think so I'd, I'd, I'd like to add to this. You know, Sanya has asked, uh, can you expand on the technology yeah. aspect that HR analysts, analysts should have uh, with with so many softwares, which are one crucial? So, Sanya, what happens or or people who you know? I think CB, CBA management says and a, a people analytics provides immense insights and emerges uh, insights with KPIs. Sometimes what happens is. Um, depending on the size of the organization, you might need to look at uh, just the technology aspect of it or the data and um, analysis aspect of it or setting KPIs, right? And all of this, um, when you go online, you would get bite-sized courses on all of these things. What we're trying to offer is we're trying to look at what what you need, what the, what the uh, I would say, um, our collaborators, I wouldn't even say clients or uh, in, in, in the case of participants, I would say you're, you, uh, we want to collaborate with you and we want to know what what problem you are facing in your organization, what issues you're facing, right? And then through those issues, we want to highlight how we can help your organization grow, right? Instead of saying that this is the general course, you can go and buy, buy the book and that's most more or less everything answered there. But to have that course is to work alongside with us. And obviously, uh, we're constantly uh, reviewing our thoughts in real time. We're getting all the data, all the insights, all the uh, information, all the new um, innovative um, reports that have been published, not just before, but after the pandemic, post-pandemic. So we want, to, we want to include all of these aspects. That is one of the reasons why we're saying we want to have a Zoom meeting with people we can interact. This is just, a, it's just me and Sabah talking right now. Yeah. We'd want to have a Zoom meeting where we have people giving their insights and then um, I would say tweaking the course rather than designing it, tweaking the course accordingly. Definitely. And it's also going to be based on the learnings of the book that you've written, Introduction yes. to People yeah. Analytics. That's and, the book. Uh, That's the yes. yes. And it will also be focusing on a strategy that is relative to organizations that people can um, you know, kind of reduce that knowledge into uh, a sort of curriculum. Also adding on to it, uh, there's it's going to be more uh, live uh, session based rather than just you know a pre-recorded session of yes. this course or outline, which I think is also a differentiating factor for this course as well. Yes, yes. So I think uh, Masha has, has asked about the the practical projects. Yes, you we yeah. we won't have real data in the sense I can't share any data from any organization, but you'll have some sort of data set with you that you can analyze. Uh, that that is that is a must. Obviously, if, if we're using that, you'd have, even with technology, Sanya has mentioned, we will look at every technology possible available on this planet Earth. I'm not talking about planet Mars or, or Jupiter or, or Venus for that matter, but we've looked at all the, all the different technologies that are available. I'm not saying that we're going to hop on and start using those technologies, but you will get the insights. Uh, and according to your organization, if you're using a particular 
uh, technology, uh, we will we will try and look at what the benefits of that technology is, and or or if you want to um, gauge the different technologies or you want to adapt to different technologies, we're we're open to do that because we've worked with different organizations in the past to help them adapt to different technologies. Definitely. Okay. So thank you so much, Nadim, for offering this insight. Uh, and uh, if you guys have any other questions, do let us know in the comments. Uh, Nadim, as an ending insight, what is your message for organizational leaders who will be opting for this course? Definitely, we've given them an outline of how it's going to be, what is the procedure following the session, and uh, what is your message for these organizational leaders who will be coming down to this platform and kind of availing this course? Um, one one of the one of the key messages that I have is a people analytics leader is an individual that helps the business align the people strategy or the strategic workforce planning to the business strategy. Right. So if you want to become a real strategist, if you want to go into the boardroom, if you want to be able to give financial insights on the human capital of the business, on the intangibles of the business, this is the program for you. And if you want to be just an HR simple administrative individual, then I don't think this is the course for you. All right. So uh, thank you so much, Nadeem. Uh, just a last note for our viewers that we will be launching our Decode series and this People Analytics program course uh, after the session. Do uh, follow me and uh, Sabah Javed and Nadeem Khan on LinkedIn. And uh, we will be getting back to you with details regarding the series if you want to uh, be part of it and regarding this course if you want to enroll in it. So I think that's all for today. Uh, we will be uh, posting about these updates uh, on our channels, on our platforms. Do follow Optimizer as well. And I think uh, it was a good session. And thank you so much to our audience and people who have joined us today. Thank you. Someone's asked about, just the last question, someone's asked about a certificate. Yes. Our yeah. company has been uh, registered in the UK. It is uh, it, it is an official company uh, based in the UK, and we've been functioning for the past two years. Uh, we've uh, you know worked worked. Uh, our, our clients are mostly European, so the, the the certificate would also be issued by the company, not by myself obviously, but by the company. So it 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 is something that uh, that would be very formal in practice, um, and uh, I think. These, these points that Sanya has mentioned, I can definitely share with them. And if you have any questions, please do reach out to us. Uh, share this course with, with friends, uh, with your colleagues. And I think it's very important for us to uh, join hands and collaborate as, as an HR fraternity to help each other grow. That is very important. Otherwise, uh, you know, we, we all will suffer in the end. So thank you so much, Sabah. Thank you for your time. Thank you, everyone who's thank attended. You so thank you, everyone. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.